When you're pregnant, a strange phenomenon happens where people feel entitled to offer you advice, touch your belly or your body, and give you anecdotes about how you should give birth and how you should parent. I honestly am baffled at what people feel comfortable or have the audacity to say to pregnant people. And managing unsolicited advice and comments, let it be from friends, family, colleagues, strangers about your choices, about your body, about how you show up as a parent and how you birth your baby seems to be a challenge faced by most pregnant people. And so here we're going to talk about some ways to establish healthy boundaries so you can mitigate these uncomfortable situations, not only in pregnancy, but in your parenthood journey as well. Welcome to the Mindful Boom Podcast. This is a show where we apply the principles of mindfulness, science, and the sacred womb so you can feel calm, informed, and most importantly, confident throughout the transformational cycles of your ever-changing womb. Pregnancy and parenthood offer unique opportunities to create new patterns and practices so we can ditch the stress and anxiety and embrace change with ease. And in the process become the best versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Clara O'Rourke, she, her, a certified doula, childbirth educator, and complete nerd about all things pregnancy, birth, and mindfulness. If you're ready to get some tangible strategies, aha moments, and a good dose of calm and grounding energy, stick around and I promise you'll enjoy the ride as we learn and evolve together. This is the Mindful Womb Podcast. When you're pregnant, a strange phenomenon happens where people feel entitled to offer you advice, touch your belly or your body, and give you anecdotes about how you should give birth and how you should parent. I honestly am baffled at what people feel comfortable or have the audacity to say to pregnant people. And managing unsolicited advice and comments, let it be from friends, family, colleagues, strangers about your choices, about your body, about how you show up as a parent and how you birth your baby seems to be a challenge faced by most pregnant people. And so here we're going to talk about some ways to establish healthy boundaries so you can mitigate these uncomfortable situations, not only in pregnancy, but in your parenthood journey as well. So first, I want to remind you, before we talk about how to set boundaries, I want to remind you that you have the right to establish boundaries. So many of us are conditioned to be non-confrontational, especially those of us who have been assigned female at birth. We have been taught to prioritize the comfort of others over our own comfort. And the truth is when we try to change the way that we react to make other people comfortable, we're paving a path for burnout. And this isn't healthy for you, and it's not a healthy habit to model for your children either. If you are not used to setting boundaries, it can feel really uncomfortable at the start. And boundaries are a radical form of self-love and completely necessary to live a grounded and sustainable life. And I think a lot of times when we're getting unsolicited advice and people are challenging our boundaries, well, they tend to be people who actually struggle with maintaining and setting boundaries themselves. So 
remind yourself that setting boundaries help you to show up as your full self as an individual, right? And as a parent. So I want you to take a moment and prepare yourself to review some of these strategies, figure out what might work well for you. At first, I'm going to be honest, if you're not used to setting boundaries for yourself, a lot of this can feel pretty awkward. But it can come a lot more naturally with practice. And uh, the earlier you start to set these boundaries, let it be in pregnancy, let it be in your life in general, the easier it is to enforce them and feel more confident in speaking to your boundaries and holding those boundaries. Now, the time this episode is releasing is holiday season. So we know that we're going to be seeing a lot of friends and family who maybe we haven't seen before, and a lot of things can come up. So it's important to start to figure out how we can have really thoughtful and meaningful conversations. So one of the things that I see as a boundary that people choose to set during pregnancy has to do with touching the belly, right? So many people think that just because someone is pregnant, it's okay to touch their belly without permission. And while I'm going to be honest, right? Like some people love getting their belly rubbed by others, right? They love that connection of someone recognizing you're pregnant, you have your little baby in your belly. I want to recognize that and recognize your pregnancy and connect in with you. Some people love that. Other people do not want to be touched ever without being asked permission. And also, it might depend on the person who is touching your belly. It might be fine if it's from a family member, but like definitely not from an acquaintance or a stranger. So this rule goes for any stage of your life. It doesn't matter if they're friends or family. Before they touch their belly, people should be asking permission and then establishing if it's okay or not to touch your belly moving forward. Whenever someone comes for an unwelcomed belly rub, you have the right to draw a line there. If they're coming in to touch your belly without asking permission, you can physically remove their hand. You can step back. You can stand up. And if someone has asked for permission to touch your belly and you don't really feel comfortable with them doing so, here are some helpful phrases that maybe take it a little bit step beyond the like simple no, no, thank you that you might find helpful. And no, no, thank you is completely appropriate if that resonates with you. But some of these phrases include, hey, I'd rather you don't touch my belly. Thanks for asking though. Or no thanks. I've had my daily dose of belly rubs. I appreciate your care, but no thank you. I'm sensitive to touch right now. No thank you. I don't like people touching my belly. You could say, apparently my motherly instincts have really kicked in already. Or would you like to talk to baby instead? My baby responds much better to sounds. So depending on what feels most comfortable for you, you could kind of choose some different responses that are the best for you. And it's also important that your care providers, so your medical professionals supporting you, are also asking for permission to touch you during your prenatal visits and birth. Vaginal exams and cervical checks should be prefaced with active consent. So sometimes we hear language like, honey, I'm just going to check you now during birth or a prenatal visit. That is not consent. If your provider is not asking for permission to conduct a vaginal exam or a cervical check, you have every right to ask them to get consent 
from you before that procedure, and you have every right to deny that procedure if you don't want it. So now let's dive into the realm of unsolicited advice. It can feel like everyone has some advice to offer you about pregnancy, birth, and parenting. And when you're already dealing with what a lot of people experience is information overload during pregnancy, it can also be overwhelming to hear advice or conflicting opinions from so many different people. So you're already so focused on trying to do everything, in air quotes here, right? This influx of information can be entirely unhelpful. So you might consider establishing a few core friends who you seek advice from and firmly set boundaries with others so they don't continue asking or giving you advice when you don't really want it. So some ways you can set those boundaries include phrases like, thanks for sharing, but I prefer to listen to my doctor, midwife, doula, or own intuition. You know, you could say something like, I'm getting a lot of advice and can't listen to all of it because it's really overwhelming. Or, I know you're trying to help, but the advice only makes me more anxious. Or maybe something like, thank you so much for trying to help me. I will come and ask you for advice when I need it. At the moment, I'm getting overloaded with suggestions, and it's really hard for me to hear suggestions right now. Now, I know that this can be really uncomfortable, especially if you're getting this advice from your in-laws or maybe your partner's family, and they want to talk all about their birth experience or all about what they did during pregnancy or how they parented and how you should do X, Y, and Z. And if these phrases that I've shared don't resonate with you, I want you to think about something that would make sense for you to use in those circumstances. You certainly don't need to continue to just grit and bear it when you're receiving unsolicited advice that's triggering to you or it's making you kind of nervous or not really enjoy your conversations with these family members or close friends. So Now let's talk a little bit about dealing with some personal or off-color questions. While often well-meaning, some people can really pass the line by asking overly personal questions during pregnancy. And this could be asking questions about how your baby was conceived or just asking questions about your birth plans and you're not really open to wanting to share that with said person. Moreover, there is the possibility that offensive or off-color questions are asked. I'd say the LGBTQIA plus community, BIPOC pregnant folks often deal with microaggressions ranging from misconceptions to questions or off-color comments about gender roles and parenting styles or how baby is going to look a certain way. So, Intrusive comments or questions can often catch you off guard, and that can make them really hard to respond to. So before you set the boundary, I want to highlight that it's also really important to ground yourself and also know that it's okay to extract yourself from any situation or create a boundary in which if someone is asking a question that is extremely offensive or challenging to really think about how you personally want to deal with that. Everyone is going to be different. If it's a close friend who said something that they didn't realize was offensive, maybe you're going to have a conversation with them about it. If it's a stranger, 
that conversation might look very different. It might not be a conversation. And you ultimately need to respond in a way that aligns with you and your values. But here are some ways to respond and set a boundary that might be helpful. You could say, it's a little bit too personal to answer. You could say, we're focused less on the details and more on enjoying the pregnancy. You might say something like, we don't really talk about things like that. Or you could kind of call it out and say, wow, what an odd thing to say. I don't feel comfortable responding to that. You could also say, we're not ready to share that yet. Or you could just say, well, we're just really lucky to be pregnant. Depends on the comment that you're receiving. Some of these might resonate, some might not, but they're nice things to have in your back pocket in case you get comments like that. And then you also might deal with some comments about your physical body. A lot of people comment about someone's belly, about their bodies during pregnancy and postpartum. And I want to say, first of all, our bodies are amazing. Their ability to shape shift, their ability to harness power, it is incredible. But it also, it's normal for pregnancy and in postpartum that these times can bring up a lot of challenges with how we're feeling about our body and our body image especially for those of us who might have a history with disordered eating or in general challenges with our body image. So this means comments about our body, good or bad, can be challenging to hear, right? And I have had clients share with me the most ridiculous comments, like someone saying, oh my goodness, you're so big. You look like you're going to pop. I don't understand why anyone's saying that. Like, they clearly did not run that sentence through their head before saying it out loud or just have a really lack of self awareness of how that comment is going to land with different people. So, if someone's commenting on your body at any point, it's okay to set boundaries. And this goes for pregnancy, postpartum, just your life in general. And here are some statements that can help set those boundaries. The first one being, I'm still getting used to my changing body and it's hard to hear comments about my body at this time. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't comment on what I look like. Another could be, comments about my belly make me really uncomfortable. I'd prefer a simple congratulations next time. Or, my body is sensitive. Or, my body is a sensitive subject to me. I'd rather not talk about it. So again, listen to what feels right for you in terms of how to set this boundary. Now, something I see happen over and over and over again for people who are pregnant is people starting to say and talk about their birth horror stories or challenging or traumatic birth experiences. Now, the reason why I think a lot of people do this is because they're really looking for validation that birth is traumatic. It wasn't something that they did. It wasn't something that happened to them, that this is just something that is going to happen to people and they may feel better kind of confirming or trauma dumping to get validation about their own birth experience, maybe unprocessed trauma there, right? So I understand that a lot of people have experienced traumatic births. We know like close to 40, 45% of people have experienced that. I go in detail about this in other episodes. It's not because birth is inherently traumatic. It's because a lot of time people are losing their sense of agency in our pretty 
messed up medical system that is not supporting people understand their options, different interventions, ensuring that they are consenting to different procedures, and using coercion tactics. We know that birth trauma is oftentimes coming from those things. But talking about birth trauma or receiving someone's story about birth trauma can be something that you just don't want to engage in when you're pregnant. Birth trauma is unfortunate, but there's a place and a time to process it. And it's likely not a place and a time to share when you're sharing it with someone who is pregnant. So the bottom line is it can be very anxiety provoking to hear about someone's birth trauma while you're pregnant. Fear-based hopes can also be this like backhanded way that people are infusing fear and trauma into a conversation. So making a comment like, your baby's going to be so big, you better hope she doesn't tear you or something like that, right? That's not a helpful comment. And it can feel really awkward to ask someone to either be quiet or to interrupt them. But the more you get used to stopping these conversations or stories, the easier it's going to be and the less often you're going to need to establish the boundary because people are going to understand that they simply shouldn't say this around you. And hopefully they start to understand that it's actually something they shouldn't share with other pregnant people. So you're also paying it forward. So some helpful phrases if someone is sharing either a fear-based hope or a really challenging birth story are... I would love to hear this story, and I can't wait to hear it after I give birth. Could we wait to have this conversation then? I'm really trying to keep my mindset positive. I'm feeling really anxious about giving birth already, and I know you don't mean to, but stories like this are actually making it worse. Do you mind if we change the subject? I'm so sorry you had a bad experience. I'm just trying to focus on having a good one and can't entertain those types of stories right now. It's really stressful for me. I'm scared of labor already, and I need to hear positive stories only. I'm trying to keep a positive mindset about labor, so I try not to listen to other people's stories right now. Ultimately, some of these might be laced with truth. Some of them you might be saying, I'm scared of labor. I don't want to hear these things. Now, you might not actually be scared of labor, but you might choose to use a sentence like this to highlight that someone is activating something within you or that you just don't really want to be around that negativity, and that's completely okay. In general, it's also normal to deal with people wanting to help, wanting to give a lot of advice, maybe your parents, maybe in-laws, maybe friends, oversharing, overhelping, all of these things. It's normal for your boundaries to get challenged, and it's also normal for your boundaries or the way you want to show up to change when you're pregnant. So as you are changing and as your boundaries are getting challenged or confronted, it's really important that you know what boundaries are important to you and how to state them. Those are two things that will be a complete game changer. And sometimes it's really hard to react quickly to a one-on-one conversation or a one-off that a family member shares to use kind of like an aligned approach. So I would say in general, having kind of your go-to phrases for different scenarios can be super helpful. But I would also say if you have a partner, I would lean on your partner and your friends to help you set clear boundaries when it comes to family members and friends. I have personally struggled in my life to set boundaries and 
constantly working to get better at it. And sometimes I practice with myself or a friend to get comfortable saying a boundary before I have to have a conversation about it. And I also really take some time to reflect on why I'm setting this boundary and why it's helpful to me. So especially when you know that you're going to be confronted with people who tend to break those boundaries, having some reflection and conversations ahead of time, especially as we're going into holiday season, can be terrific. The truth is the majority of people are not aware that their comments or questions are having a negative impact on you. So when you set your boundaries and you have a conversation with them, more often than not, they're going to understand and respect you for advocating for your needs. Now, if you have a challenging relationship or maybe a dynamic with a friend or an in-law that feels particularly difficult to navigate, get backup support. If it is your father-in-law, hypothetically, lean on your partner to hold their dad in check if they're saying things or have kind of a plan for if something comes up that doesn't feel quite right or a code word that if you're feeling triggered or someone is saying something that doesn't feel right to you, you have a way that you feel comfortable responding. At the end of the day, setting your boundaries can change your life, not only for your pregnancy and your peace of mind, but also how you parent and how different people might offer unsolicited parenting advice. In general, when we set boundaries, we basically are showing how we want to be treated and what behaviors we are okay with. And that is an amazing skill to model for our children. So at the end of the day, know that while this might feel uncomfortable and new to you, you're learning a new skill. It's normal for it to feel awkward. But at the end of the day, not only are you supporting yourself, but you're supporting your children, your family, your friends in understanding how to best treat you and how to show up for other people in their lives as well. So that's it for this podcast. Definitely check out the blog post if you would find some of these sentence starters helpful. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the Mindful Womb podcast. If you're new to the show, I want to encourage you to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you haven't left a rating or review for the show yet, that's the absolute best way you could support the podcast. Go ahead and click rate and review, leave a review, and don't forget to take a screenshot. You can upload that at clearlightbirth.com slash review, and you'll see a link for that in the show notes. And in return, I will send you a free gift. So submit a review, submit a screenshot, and submit that to clearlightbirth.com slash review. Thanks again for supporting the podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode.